This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Right there, right there. up. This is the game. It's a uh, cat and mouse. Smoked a turkey. <laughs> He is down. He is freaking down. Said he shot an absolute giant. Fall obsession, baby. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another Fall Obsession podcast. Uh, I will be your host today. This is Nick Powell, the media production manager with Fall Obsession. I am here with a guest of ours, Daniel Rosinski. Did I say that right, Daniel? Yes, sir. That is actually right. (laughs) Uh, I don't know uh, if if you get that a lot, but... I'm sure you, your name gets butchered quite a bit. Oh, it? yeah, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> the struggle. Um, but first of all, guys, i I, I got to start out the podcast. we got to shout out our friends over at Elite. Um, they take good care of us. Uh, their products are awesome. Uh, if you haven't yet, go shoot an Elite bow. Take the Elite Shootability Challenge. Uh, you will not be disappointed, I can assure you. But, man, Daniel, it's been a while. We've been trying to get you here on the podcast Uh I hear from a good buddy of mine, Martin Garcia with RSO, that you are the hog guy. Yes, yeah, sir. I'm, I'm a big hog guy. I like the <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I don't know. You live in Texas, right? Yes. Yeah, sa- same here. So we both uh, we both are here in Texas where the hogs run rampant. But tell us a little bit about yourself and, and uh, where you're from, who you are, how you got started and all this stuff. Okay, I am, I am from Texas. I'm from East Texas. Um, in Willis Point, Texas, it's about an hour east of Dallas, out in the country, and uh, we're a bunch of pigs, more pigs than you can even imagine. Gotcha. They just totally taken over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, now I've been running dogs for, I guess, all my life now. I am. I'm 25 years old. Um, back when my grandpa 
he's the one that pretty much got everybody into it. Gotcha. Okay, uh, cool. And uh, he's a big rancher. Him, my dad, they're big rancher, cattlemen. They got uh, cattle and land all over the place, and and the hogs, you know, tear up the land. Mm, I got pretty you. Pretty bad, especially the hay fields and everything. But uh, no, my grandpa was a big. He was a big coon hunter. Okay. Uh, back in the day, and uh, so he he traded dogs. Uh, he traded dogs all, all over the country, is what I've heard. He shipped them on planes and. Oh, no all kidding. Over, all over the state. So uh-huh. did, did he train them to, to coon hunt? Yeah, he trained them and bred them. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, he did state hunts. He did the world hunts. He was, well, I've heard he was a pretty big coon hunter. That's awesome. Yeah. But then we got to the point where you know, he was getting older, then the hogs started very populating over here on this side of the country. Right. They just started coming becoming everywhere right and, uh, i guess he i guess he decided to start training some dogs to hunt hogs and, uh, <laughs> yeah i guess he already he already had kind of a he already knew how to do it with coons so he just did yeah. the same thing with hogs oh yeah and he and he had a bunch of dogs i'm talking about like 50 to 75 dogs sometimes he bunch of dogs oh wow i remember when i helped them work you know during the summer when i'm not in school going out there and feeding the dogs in the morning when it's cold and in the evenings. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. But now he started hog hunting, and, and ever since I was little, I you know, joined them, him and my dad and, and their friends, and and hog hunting. We hog hunted all over our area. We had people from Missouri come down to hog hunt, and people from Louisiana will come down and hog hunt with us. Oh, no way. That's cool. Yeah. Actually, I still communicate with the people from Louisiana and those friends of my grandpa and my dad, and I still trade dogs with them. Oh, nice! That's cool. Uh, so, you, so the main kind of hog hunting you do is is with dogs. Yes, yeah, this is mainly with dogs. Okay, and and you train them yourself now. Yes, I got my own group of dogs. I got all my equipment and everything all myself now. Okay, uh, now have you ever hunted hogs with a rifle or bow, anything like that? Yes, I've. Uh, I bow hunt and I'll go out and rifle hunt every once in a while. I uh, thermal hunt, you know, gotcha. I do it all. <laughs> <laughs> however, however, we can get rid of them, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> but my favorite thing to do is is run them dogs and watch them dogs work. Yeah, I bet I'd like to do that one day, man. I've, I've seen video. You know, we've all seen videos uh, of the dogs working, and so I think that'd be something cool to experience. Just the oh, yeah, just the adrenaline rush. Very adrenaline rush. <laughs> uh, well, so did your did your dad train dogs as well? Yes, yeah, him and he was a coon hunter too back when he was a little kid. Okay, and growing up with grandpa and and uh, he he was in the hog hunting also. So you got it's in the family. Then you got your third generation hog dog. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. So, kind of explain to our listeners how how it works like uh i know you train the dogs yourself uh what all goes into to training them it takes quite a bit of time you got your your bay dogs and your catch dogs okay that was another question i had actually was was the the different jobs because i know different dogs do different things and so you got bay dogs and catch dogs yes okay yes gotcha and uh the bay dogs i train them to go and find the hogs 
and then they'll bait them up, barking at them, and like stop them for me and the catch dogs to get to them to return the catch dogs loose, and then the catch dogs will go in and catch the pig. Gotcha. Okay, so that's a big broody dog that you see just like slamming into the hog in the videos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's cool. So. I mean, how how does it even start? How do you even start uh, a hunt? I guess you could say. I mean, we gather up my dogs and and uh, get my make sure my equipment's charged up and and I got my track collars. I got every dog has a track collar where I know exactly where they're at. And, and today's rod, the track collars tells you everything they do. Okay. <laughs> It ain't like back when Grandpa was hunting. He had a big antenna sticking up the, in the air and it just beat. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I never understood how he how he did that. Right. He just it just beeps. And he says, "Oh, they're that way." Now I got a handheld that tells me exactly how far they are, or if they're on a creek, or anyway. Oh wow! Okay, man, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, Technology. But, oh yeah, it's came a long ways. <laughs> but yeah, my, my, just my bay dogs. I run the collar, my track collars on, and my catch dogs. I, I vest them up in vest, so they're the ones that's going to get hit hard and and really get cut up if they're not wearing a vest. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Even though some of the bay dogs, they do get rough and they do try to catch. Sometimes some of them think they are a catch dog. And, <laughs> they get a little big and, for the britches. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But but no, that's how, how I get started. I like to invite some buddies over and and uh, turn them dogs loose, let them work. And and uh, it's just awesome to see how them dogs work and how they find the pigs. Yeah. What is it specifically that you like more about um, – hunting with dogs compared to hunting with a rifle or a bow well hunting with a rifle or a bow thermal hunting it's it's a blast i like it too uh don't get me wrong it, it is awesome but but running with the dogs and then you get to experience watching the dogs work and the drilling rush when you hear them dogs start barking barking at a hog it just it, gets, it just gets me going. Gotcha. I've taken I've taken people on uh, guided hunts before from up north, out of stage where they don't have hogs. Right, right. And, and that's what they say. Like, why would I, you know, try to stab a hog when I can sit in the stand and shoot one? <laughs> and, they, and they just think we're crazy how we do this. Yeah. We, we I stab hogs. I don't I don't shoot them or anything. When I'm hogging with my dogs, I I, I stab them. And uh, they're like, y'all are crazy. Well, once they first do it for the first time, they're like, and they get their adrenaline pumping. They're like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. And <laughs> I love seeing a person for the first time going in there and stabbing the first pig and just see the look on their face and their eyes and just think how wild this is. Yeah, yeah, that that would be an experience for sure. Oh, yeah, it is. I, we're looking, we've, uh, I've taken some people from up north that came down, and we was on horses one time, and uh, we, me and my buddy, actually roped a pig in the field while the dogs were chasing other pigs, and <laughs> and they, they just thought it was insane. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so, have you done the uh, riding the like one of the side by side through the field and just popping them? Uh, yeah, actually, just did that just the other day. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> and then cool. a week ago, oh yeah, we. I do that quite a bit. We catch them in the field. That's pretty fun too. Um, 
catch them in the field and either run them over or yeah or you get a pistol and you shoot them on the way i actually got a couple of videos i'm gonna be uploading here probably this week about that and uh uh i got some dogs where i can turn loose in the field and they'll run them down and catch them gum, that's cool and they're <laughs> not i mean they're not slow animals either i don't know they're they're fast yeah faster <laughs> than big slow they're not <laughs> Yeah, I had a, a buddy of mine, he told me a story. He, he goes solo camping every now and then, and he told me a story. He He's never n- never been much of a hunter, and he went out camping one day, raining, and he, and he came face-to-face with a big old boar, and he said uh, he tried to outrun it, and eventually, I guess it, it just gave up on him because uh, he said he, tra- he just started running. <laughs> and he said he didn't think those suckers were that fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they are. They're, they're fun. I had a couple come after me one time. Oh, while I was no hunting, And uh, I had a, my buddy Josh for with the RSO. He uh, he got experienced real close on one of his first hunts when I took him hog, hog hunting with dogs. He got up close and personal with one of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, I, and I guess for the listeners who don't know, uh, we keep mentioning RSO. RSO is Rutten Strutting Outdoors. Uh, if you guys get a chance, go check them out. Got a lot of friends over there that put out a lot of good content uh, as well. So go check them out, Facebook, Instagram. And I know, Daniel, you're um, you're not a part of RSO, but you got a lot of buddies over there as well. Yes, yeah, I got a lot of buddies. I mean, I'm pretty much in with the group. I know a lot of them. <laughs> and uh, we all hunt together. There you go. I do have, I do have my own page set up also which is high caliber kennels okay which which shows all my hunting and and a lot of my dogs awesome there you go folks go check them out at high caliber kennels <laughs> <laughs> so what uh breed of dogs do you usually use um my catch dogs i got which is dub he's my main catch dog he is a uh bulldog with some game in him and i got another bulldog he's a bully there's a bunch of different bulldog breeds i can't really tell you exactly what they are but they're he's a bully and then dub is a a pit bull with game bred in them so i understood when i got them and uh my i got several bay dogs i got i think a total of seven eight dogs right now okay and uh i got kane he's my number one go-to he's a catahoula gotcha and uh, he's he's a really really awesome dog he started out as a pet and didn't work out as a pet so i started hog hunting and he he's phenomenal gotcha, <laughs> but i got awesome. I, I got him he's catahoula another catahoula i got a mountain cur a plot dog um a rhodesian ridgeback uh i got a uh a well the guy I got him from, he's called him Red Dog. I think he's a Red Bone is what he is. Okay. A hound. A hound, a hound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I've had, which I've had Blackmouth Curs before. I've had Walker Dogs before. Some that's passed away this year while hog hunting. Um, I got I got a mixture of breeds gotcha. in my kennel. <laughs> But I know I know several people that only run blackmouth curves. I know several that only run Calahoulas, but okay. I mix it up. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, I was going to ask you if there's like a, a a more 
a more popular breed that that people usually run or if you just have have kind of done your own little experiment to see what works and what doesn't yeah that's what i do I mean, a lot of people got they got different opinions right yeah sure sure that <laughs> in anything really yeah mm-hmm. so are you taking whenever you go out are you taking all these dogs with you you said you got two catch dogs and seven bay dogs are you taking them uh, all with you no i don't take all of them um i take usually i'll take about three or four bay dogs and i'll take one i like to take two catch dogs for sure with me but just the other day i took two bay dogs and one catch dog and we caught six pigs that ain't bad um really <laughs> yeah really you can only use if you want to if you have a good enough bay dog one is all you need and one catch dog but gotcha yeah but i like to bring those you know, two or three bay dogs and one or two catch dogs for when you catch a when you get on a big hog big boar hog they're they're hard to they'll put up a fight yeah i believe that yeah they're not they're not small animals either no no i got on two the other night about a week or two ago and uh tore my main bulldog dub it tore him up pretty bad and uh caught one and then caught another big one they're both of them were around 200 pounds plus and uh, they put up a good fight (laughs) yeah uh have you ever have you ever lost a dog to a hog yeah uh a lot more than what i would like oh really yeah oh yeah it happens i've lost cash dogs and and uh i lost a bay dog this year not too long ago oh man hog. sorry to hear that yeah it, it happens it's part of the game right yeah yeah uh so like when you're training your dogs what kind of techniques and and tips can you give to the listeners that uh work for you that you've experienced that work for you um the best way to do it you know which i've raised dogs as puppies and started them as puppies i think the best way to do it is get them in the woods and let the old dogs teach the young dogs okay so you let um, the you let the the vets teach the rookies huh uh exactly that and that's sense. what i like to do but you can also get like top and pig catch one live put them in the bay pen and let the you no know, dogs the young dogs see the pig let them see another dog barking at it and like hey that's what we're supposed to be barking at and then then get them in the woods you know more time in the woods is the better okay i gotcha but it takes time some dogs catch on really quick and some dogs don't yeah so i guess it's it's kind of a repetition game Uh uh-huh that makes sense but it it takes time it ain't it ain't nothing that comes overnight right yeah there's a lot of time in doing this okay uh do you ever go out by yourself, like just you and your dogs? Yeah, I, I do go out by myself. Uh, a lot of people tell me I don't need to. <laughs> My mom hates it when of I course. go out by myself. Yeah. Mom is always going to worry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sometimes I get home after work and I just get the itching for it. And I'm like, oh, I got to go. <laughs> and, uh, and can't get nobody to go with me. So I just go by myself. And, and uh, yeah, it, it's sketchy. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I came up on some hogs one time, catch a hog, and it takes me 10, 15 minutes just to get close to it to catch it. Oh, really? Yeah, because the bulldogs are hanging on them, but they're so big that they still drag the bulldogs all over the place. Yeah. I know I don't need to be doing it by myself, but I do. <laughs> do you ever take a – I mean, I know you I know you like the knife, but do you ever take like a, like a just-in-case pistol? 
<laughs> yeah, I, I do. I do take a sidearm with me when I think about it. If I don't forget it, yeah. Especially when I go by myself, I I will carry my uh, a pistol on my side, but sometimes I forget. But yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, bad about I that do. too. You just get the <laughs> yeah. you just get uh, anxious. You're like, I just need uh, to be in the stand right now. You know, <laughs> and that's how you end up forgetting stuff. <laughs> yeah, but when I do go by myself, I do try to carry one just in case something happens and I need one. Right. Yeah. Never be too safe, I guess. Oh yeah, never. But yeah, them hogs are they're vicious. They they'll come at you. Yeah, I believe that, especially when there's a a pack of dogs around them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, what's the uh, what's the most hogs you've ever killed in in one hunt? Uh, let me think. I know we've killed fourteen, fifteen in one day. No kidding. What uh, yeah. what time span was that? Was that like a, a morning hunt, or was that like a morning to, you know, sun up to sundown? Uh, no, that was more in the morning, from daylight right before daylight up to around noon, and that's when it's not hot outside. When it's in the cooler weather, you can you can run the dogs a lot longer without okay. them overheating and getting hot. Oh, okay, that makes sense. See, like my my mindset is is more focused around like the the animal I'm hunting, you know, like, oh, it's cooler outside, so the deer are going to be moving a little more. Um, right. But in your instance, you're thinking you're focusing more on the dogs and the dogs right. being able to run longer. So that's a interesting point of view there. Yeah, during the summertime, I'll start early, early in the morning when it's cool. Yeah. And then about sometime about 8, 30, 9 o'clock, it starts heating up real hot, and it's about time to call it quits. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um. If somebody is interested in, in getting into hog dogging, what uh, where do they need to start? Um, start with finding a, a dog. You can you don't have to go out and buy the most expensive dog you find. You can, I've hunted dogs from the pound before and it turned out to be really good dogs. Oh no kidding! Um, That's cool. But running dogs, you will need land to hunt on, which is uh, hard not, to come not by. just. Yeah, not just 50 <laughs> acres. I mean, them dogs don't know where the property line goes, but if you get permission, then you can go You can go a long ways. Yeah. Them dogs will go a long ways. Them hogs <laughs> will run far. You're right, right. <laughs> but you need your you know, equipment, which I run the, the Garmin. Okay. I got the handheld and all the, the track collars, and those are really, really handy. And so and, uh, is, that a, is that multiple collars, and it'll tell you on one – Garmin, where each dog is. Yes, I, yes. Which the Garmin Alpha One Hundred? It's a, a handheld touchscreen, and I have six six colors, I think now. Okay. I lost one the other day. One quit working, but they're the TT Fifteens, and they will tell me literally everything on that handheld. They tell me where the dog's at, if the dog is barking, how many barks per minute. No kidding. Uh, if crazy. they're running, if they're treed. It will tell you everything. <laughs> that is cool. And I can, uh, you can also train the dogs with them collars because they beep and vibrate and shock also. Uh, if you try train a dog to not go after cows, you can shock that dog to make sure it don't do it again. Oh, okay. A lot of my dogs are, are they're cow broke. They won't chase deer. They won't chase cows. Gotcha. That's cool. So, so then they kind of know, hey, when I chase this thing 
I don't get shocked. So <laughs> exactly. I'm going yeah. to chase that some more. <laughs> yeah. And if they do get like too far away, like somewhere where I'm not supposed to be and I can beep them, like, especially if they're not on the hog. If they're on the hog, it's kind of hard to come back on because they're, I mean, that's what they're supposed to do. Right. But I can, I can send that beep and beat that collar and they'll know what's come next if they don't listen. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. So what's the biggest hog you've ever, ever caught? I've caught with, with the dogs. I've caught, I've caught this thing. I caught a couple around 300 pounds. There's this one I would never forget. He was probably around 350 to 400 pounds. He was one of the biggest, biggest we've ever caught. I'll never forget this. This is when my grandpa was alive and when he was there. Uh, the pig was so big, like, when you go up to leg it, when the bulldogs have it caught and you try to leg the pig, you couldn't even reach your hands all the way around its back legs because the back legs were so big. Oh, my gosh. And so, so uh, just for the listener's sake, can you explain what legging is? Um, yes. When uh, when you send the bulldogs in, they go in there and catch, which they're supposed to catch ear. Uh, my bulldogs, they go in there and they catch the ear. That's what holds their head down, and you can go up there and – and uh, you leg the pig from the back legs. Once you got the pig by the back legs, the pig can't go nowhere. You pretty much got caught then. And then somebody will come up and stab it right behind the front shoulder, right right into the heart. And uh, that will release all the blood, come out, hit all the arteries. But you got to leg that pig, and you pretty much got it. Got gotcha. it done. <laughs> so you're essentially on that 350, 400-pound haul, you went and grabbed the legs and then picked it up. Yeah, well, which that one was a little hard. Luckily, there was <laughs> I can several imagine. Other people there. Yeah, we, uh, yeah, we legged it, and somebody came in and stabbed it, and I think he ended up. I think one bulldog got killed that day. Oh no, kidding! And uh, yeah, he tore. It, it was. I think we took like two or three times before we could even bay him up or or get or catch him. Golly, That's how big he was he? Has some. Which a lot of these pigs, they got big cutters on them. Their cutters are. I've gotten cutter pigs with cutters on about four inches, Holy up to God. five inches long. Yeah, huge. Do you and, ever uh, uh, you ever do anything with those cutters? Make stuff, or you just mount? Well, them? every every big pig I catch that have big cutters on, I cut the head off. Um, I like to cut the head off and keep the skull. It's kind of like a trophy. Yeah, yeah, for I sure. Got, I got I don't know how many heads I have. I have a bunch of heads. <laughs> but like if somebody comes, I take them on a guide hunt or something, and uh, they you know we got a big pig. I'll you know let them keep that head. You now they stabbed it, and I like let them keep it as a trophy or that's awesome. Or but I like to do something with the heads. I really don't know what to do with them, but I got so many heads with big cutters on them. They're just they're awesome to look at, but I don't know what, really what to do with them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I need a, a display or somewhere to there put you them go. <laughs> yeah, you build you a, a man cave or something and. <laughs> yeah <laughs> have your head wall or something yeah put them on a on a on a tree a head tree there you go there you go you know, now I people do with the the deer with the when they do a european mount they have them on the those metal trees yeah yeah they do the same thing that'd be sweet <laughs> you might be onto something there yeah i don't know if maybe. that i don't know if that exists yet or not but you might be onto something yeah maybe so i need to need to look into that <laughs> <laughs> So, if you could put uh, a number on it, how many hogs do you think you've killed in your life? 
Oh, wow. That's uh, <laughs> a tough one, right? really don't know. Yeah, I remember not last year, but the year before, just me and my buddy, we kept count with the, with the dogs, um, just running dogs, killing them with dogs, and counting everything over 50 pounds. We killed 100 hogs in that one year. Holy cow, and that's over 50 pounds, so who knows how, you know. Oh, how yeah, we killed. Underneath that? Yeah, oh, yeah, we, them, yeah, we killed a bunch of little pigs, and we, we've shot pigs too before, and we, we haven't, don't count them in there. This was just only running dogs. Gotcha. And that's when, you know, when we were able to hunt, and then dealing with the heat and stuff. You no, know, we, we hunted as much as we can, but I remember that year we caught right at 100 pigs. Dang, come. Yeah, so within within my lifetime, I really don't know how many things I've <laughs> That's crazy. Well, man, it sounds like fun. Oh yeah, it's a blast, and I can't wait to take y'all one day. Y'all will y'all will absolutely love it. Oh man, I'm all about it. I've been I've been you know, like I said earlier, we've all seen the the videos of the of the dogs surrounding the hogs and everything, and it it just like it just pumps you up watching it, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah, I wish we got YouTube videos. RSO has YouTube uh, videos, and I got a bunch of videos on my page on High Caliber. But yeah, like last weekend, we took this one guy for the first time hunting, and uh, we caught six pigs. And uh, that was his first time stabbing a pig, and, and I had to crawl into some uh, ducktail weeds and stuff one, after one pig. Mm-hmm. I crawled in there and pulled the pig out, and he, he looked at me like I was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, don't be don't be surprised if if I give you that same look. <laughs> oh, you, you won't it won't be the first, it won't be the last. <laughs> there you go. It's a good way to think about it. But no, we we do some crazy things. That's cool. Even like uh, the other weekend when it was real cold, I had to swim across the creek to uh, get my dogs and get the pig. And uh, that creek was deep, and I got wet, and it was really cold. <laughs> but yeah, because it's been you gotta do. yeah, yeah. It's been chilly here for a little while. It just got real cold uh, yesterday. Um, yeah, I know. Finally got cold. But yeah, did it good. I'm like, oh, where's that warm weather at? <laughs> yeah, no. Does it? Does the? Uh, does the? The hog dogging slow down when it gets cold like this, or does that kind of uh, ramp it up? No, it just. During this season right now, during deer season, I try not to go. I try to cut down a little bit because there's a lot of deer hunters. And, that makes sense. And uh, I try not to get in the way with the deer hunters. But uh, which the dogs don't – my dogs don't mess with the deer. They don't run the deer out. But, right. But uh, no, I do try to slow down. I'll go at nighttime or I'll go somewhere where there ain't no deer hunters. But I do slow down a little bit during this time. But right after deer season – Oh, yeah, it's game on. <laughs> Heck, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Well, yeah, we'll have to we'll have to set something up for sure uh, after deer season's over. Yes, for sure. So, I know you've killed a lot of pigs, Daniel, and I know, uh, I'm sure there's a bunch of listeners wondering where that meat goes. And I know, I'm sure you use a bunch of it. And we actually have done a podcast over hog hunting. It's episode 11. If y'all haven't listened to it, go check it out. Um, but we we uh, put a lot of facts and a lot of statistics in there and how much of a, um, basically, a pest they are for Texas. And just like you said, uh, with your grandpa starting hog dogging, he was a, a 
farmer and a rancher and uh, the hogs would jack up a bunch of their fields and so he had to do something about it and you know i'm sure there's a uh, some you know what do y'all do with the meat basically yeah when we uh with the meat which hogs are pretty good eating they're not they're not bad which i wouldn't Myself, I want to eat a big nasty boar hog. <laughs> okay, but but a lot of people will. I mean, people got different opinions. I've seen people eat them before, but uh, every once in a while, which if I get itching, I'll cut the meat off one, the back strap or something, take it home and cook it and eat it. Um, I'm taking people hunting and they're and they want the meat. We cut cut it up and they quarter it up, the back straps, everything, and take it back and eat it. And uh, also, we'll if we know people that are hungry, you know, need meat and want a pig, we'll donate it to them. You know, so it's just not a complete waste. But right, a lot of times, awesome. if it's you know, if it's just a quick hunt or something, we'll leave the leave the pigs out there. Okay. If, like, like I said, like a big nasty boar, which in my opinion, I wouldn't want to eat it, but we'll leave it out in the woods, which not technically wasting the meat. It's more of a cycle of life. Yeah, because that meat there and that pig, it feeds other animals. Okay. Yeah. Such as you know coyotes or buzzards. You know they got to eat too. So yeah, absolutely. It just goes into the cycle of life. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I I couldn't agree more. And I know there's a bunch of people who think, oh, you're wasting it. Well, just like you said. Well, first of all, there's so many pigs in the state of Texas. It's ridiculous. I can't remember the exact number, but it's like 1.2 million pigs or something. So it's it's not a detriment to the population, and it's not uh, bad for the environment, I guess you could say. That's the first point. Uh, second of all, just like you said, it's a circle of life. You know, that, that the meat on that pig is going to feed something, whether it be, you know, one of one of us or one, you know, one of us that kills it, a family that needs it or, uh, uh, the coyote that's trying to feed its, its pups, you know, whatever it, it may be. So whether we take the meat for ourselves or leave it out there, cause I do the same thing it, when I shoot a hog, usually either I'll cut the back straps out of it or I'll, and then I'll leave the rest of it. And so you couldn't have said it any better, man, that it is, it is the circle of life. And so that means not really going to waste, I guess is the whole, the, the whole point. <laughs> right. Well, all right, Daniel, if you don't have anything else you uh, want to throw in there, we're going to move on to our rapid fire questions and our, our rapid fire questions. They're not really rapid fire, but every time we have a new guest on the podcast, we ask them these three questions. So whenever you're ready, I'll, I'll hit you with question number one. Okay. What is your favorite hunting memory? Favorite hunting memory. It would be when, which obviously it'll be hunting, hunting hogs with dogs. Probably be the last memory I hunted with my dad and my grandpa. And to always have that memory as they no longer do it anymore. To be able to share it with others and and maybe my you know, future kids. And uh, being able to tell the stories like I have today. But just the, I get me, there's a bunch of memories, but my favorite one will be when all of us were out hunting one morning and, and, uh, just, just normal hunt. It ain't nothing special, but just good bonding time with grandpa and, and dad and listening to him tell stories and, and, uh, 
catching hogs. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Uh, and we've said it many, many, many times on this podcast that man, that's what hunting is all about. It's about family, getting everybody together and, and just enjoying the outdoors together. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's cool. I'm glad y'all, y'all got to share that, especially since they can't do it no more. Yes, sir. Um, all right. Question number two, what is a bucket list hunt? It doesn't have to be a hog hunt. It can be whatever hunt you want to do a bucket list hunt that you have not gotten to do yet. Huh. A bucket list hunt. Uh, I've always wanted to shoot a big game animal as such as like an elk or, or a moose, something big game. I always thought it'd be cool to go and do the experience as, uh, the stealth hunting and, and going through the woods and camping and, and living off the land. I've always thought that would be awesome to do. Okay. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. I mean, you're on the same page then. Cause <laughs> that's, that's one of mine as well. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Number three, what is, uh, so usually this one is, is kind of centered around, uh, the topic of the podcast. So, and I know we kind of touched on it earlier, I think, but what is the biggest piece of advice you could give to, to someone who, uh, maybe is wanting to start, uh, hog dogging or just wanting to start hunting hogs period? Um, do it. Uh, that's something you always want to do. Go and experience it go with a friend or, or come hunt with me one day and they get the feel for it. And if something you would like to get into, you can get into it. Uh, it's something amazing to do and it's a blast. And, and, uh, there's several people that do it, but not a whole lot of people do it anymore. Yeah. That's a fact. You guys have the invite right there. If that's, uh, something y'all are interested in doing, y'all go check Daniel out. Um, it is high caliber kennels. Is that right? Yes, I am on Facebook and Instagram. There you go, folks. Uh, well, Daniel, man, I appreciate you getting on the, on the podcast with us. It's been a blast, man. Oh, yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you very much, and I've enjoyed it. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll get something on the books for sure, and we'll get we'll get out there, and we'll I'm I'm ready to stab a hog. Oh yeah, I, I love to get you on one. I love seeing the first timers doing it. That's what gets me going. (laughs) That's awesome. All right. Well, um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we are going to wrap it up here. Um, as always go check out followobsession.com. That is the hub. That's where you'll find all of our videos, all of our content. Uh, you can listen to the podcasts on there. We got reviews, recipes, all kinds of stuff on there. So y'all go check that out. Like our Instagram, Facebook, uh, follow us on Twitter. Uh, you can go check out our YouTube. Subscribe. Subscribe to this podcast as well. Uh, it's on all major uh, avenues that you can listen to a podcast. So go do that. Uh, but we will holler at you later. And thanks for listening to the Follow Session podcast. We'll see you later. Thursdays with Saltwater Experience, brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts, every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.